This is the Talking Pictures podcast presented by the Film and Photography Society at UCLA. Today we'll be talking about what it's like to be a student on set, but first a brief introduction of our hosts and participants and their areas of interest. I'm Jet Nelson. I have been on the podcast before, so probably recognize my voice. And my areas of interest are animation and specifically writing for animation. Courtney, would you like to go next? Yeah, I am Courtney. I've also been on the podcast for an episode before about my interest, which is in production design as well as um, animation, specifically stop motion animation. Yeah. Awesome. Eli. Hi, I'm Eli. Um, my interest is in a lot of post-production work. Um, yeah, I edit and things. And I'm Emily, and my kind of interests lie within producing, but I also kind of like to dabble and learn a little bit of everything. Awesome, great. So let's get started. Um, if you guys could, can you please tell me a little bit like what drew you to film and like specifically FPS? Um, yeah, um, I've always just been really interested in watching movies. I grew up kind of watching with my family. We would have like weekly family movie nights. So I've always been kind of on the audience side of the movie aspect. And so um, I knew going into college that I really wanted to get into learning more about how movies were created. And I think FPS was really just one of the only clubs that I found that was really catered towards beginners and being able to get full on set experience. So that's why I'm here. <laughs> Awesome. Uh, Courtney? Yeah, um, I was also, same as Emily, very interested in film, but didn't really have any experience. Um, I did a lot of theater in set design in high school and stuff. So coming to FPS, I just sort of gravitated towards the art department and doing set design. And then I fell way more into that than I had before in like theater. So I really enjoyed it and just kept doing it. And this is like my second year doing production design and it's been great, yeah. Awesome. And Eli, have you always been interested in post-production work? So I, um, you know, I've, I've always been interested in like movies and, you know, watching movies and things like that, but I never really thought about production until I sort of like, by chance, accidentally ended up in a video production class at my freshman year of high school. Um, and I like really, really fell in love with it. Um, and once I really got into like, learning editing and like the software and it just sort of like became like my zen um, and i stuck with that program for you know all of high school and so fps felt like the sort of logical extension of that and being able to take that to like the next level awesome did your high school have like any like video announcements that you would have to edit over we, the week well, yes we did have a um like a, a news show i guess mm -hmm. um uh it was separate from the class that i was in but it was the same teacher. So it was a lot of like overlap. Yeah, I was always interested in that, like watching the videos in high school. Okay, so let's move on. Um, what sets have you guys worked on so far? I know like this is my first year in FPS. Now, Emily, you're also a freshman, but I'd like to know more about like Courtney and Eli, what your experience has been. Yeah, I can go first. This, um, the one we're doing this quarter right now will be my sixth um, FPS set eighth set total because I've done a uh, undergrad 
film school thesis film um, a couple months ago and I just wrapped up on a grad school film TFT program uh, thesis film just last week and yeah it's been very fun I've done a lot of FPS shoots um, as production designer art department and it's been great getting that experience to actually help me prepare to be on like these grad film sets which are like crazy in scope and yeah FPS has been great and like getting me to like get experience and get that skill that I need yeah yeah how about you Eli so I mean I've only been on uh two sets for FPS um I went I was on um Goose Chase in the fall and I was on on her time uh in the winter and then I'll be on embarrassing later uh in the spring but um you know I guess I sort of come at it from a little bit of a different perspective because like well first of all as an editor um on both of those projects I was not like I didn't have a specific role on set um but I also think like it's so so important for somebody from post-production to like be there to be able to like give their input because you know um when you sort of you're when you go over to post-production, you're sort of tossing everything over into the hands of the editor and you want to make sure that like, they're not getting, you know, completely blind a bunch of stuff that they can't work with. So I think that's really important. Um, but I will say also like, you know, I, I did do a lot of student films and things in high school. I wouldn't really call it as like a set, you know, it's five kids with a camera passing it around. Like everybody has every job. So like, it is really a different experience being on, like, an actual set where, like, everybody has, like, a job and one thing that they're, like, focused on and good at compared to, like, you know, everyone does everything. Yeah, I definitely see that. Was there anything that you took from, like, high school and, like, just running around with your friends that you brought with you, like, here? I mean, I think, like, all of it is experience. You know what I mean? Knowing just sort of, like you know, you need to work on this, like, I, I'll go run and work on this. Like, as an editor, if I don't have a job on set, I will gladly take up whatever, like, PA responsibilities are needed. Um, you know, and a lot of times, like, just, like, you know, not sort of, like, inserting myself, but, like, if there's anywhere where I can, like, help out and, like, give input and just try to make things run smoothly, like, I will do that. Because... Like, even though everybody has, like, their own job, it is, like, people have more responsibilities than others. What I find is that on a lot of sets, like, you either ha you're either needed, like, all the time or you're needed, like, every 20 to 30 minutes. Um, and so, like, sort of being able to, like, offload, like, bridges that gap a little bit. Yeah, that's really awesome that even though you're in post-production, you still find a way to be helpful on set during production. And Emily, so what type of roles have you been these past two quarters working on FPS films? Um, yeah, my first quarter, I was Griffin Electric. And then my second quarter, I was associate producer. And mm -hmm. um, this quarter, I'm behind the scenes director. But I just wanted to go back to Eli's point about how like, it is so cool how we have so many people on set where like everyone can like, kind of geared towards their specific expertise because I know as like associate producer getting to like manage and see everyone do their like little things like pre-production like with their department and then just like somehow magically come together and make like a cohesive project is so cool. 
Yeah, that's great. That's something that I really like. That's actually why I chose to be BTS director this quarter, just because like I wanted to see everybody work and I wanted to like ask them questions and be able to like bug them and annoy them and like say, what are you doing that? Why are you doing that? So yeah, I definitely understand. So Courtney and Emily, both of your work starts before you get on set. So what's the process of like meeting with directors, meeting with maybe other teams if you have to collaborate? Yeah, so um, most of production design is before you get on the set, but it's like I always make sure to keep in constant contact with the director to get like what their artistic vision is. And then some directors are, you know, they're all different from each other. Some of them will give you sort of their vibe, their idea, and then let you run with it. Some of them have a very specific vision and then you have to really closely be faithful to that. So it's a lot of like sort of interpersonal negotiation with people and sort of being like, what do you want to see versus what do you want me to like to see me do and like create? And from then on, it's just like taking that vision and then also talking to camera and talking to um, the gaffer and all this different stuff because everything, film is a visual medium. So like everything contributes to what you're, what you're seeing. And production design is like trying to combine all of those and then add physical objects to accentuate like everything. So it's a lot of talking to everyone beforehand and, you know, purchasing, making, borrowing things that fit all of those together and then on set it's just physically doing that and making sure the look is consistent with like the vision and then like altering it between takes or keeping it consistent and just yeah I don't know it's fun it's just like putting together a puzzle with so many different people it's really fun definitely it's a collaborative effort and Emily what's it like going to different meetings as like an associate producer um yeah I really really love it because it's, I feel like it's really fun to just see people like work on together, bringing their own opinions, but also like Courtney was saying, like a lot of talking and negotiating. I think as an associate producer, like something really big is just making sure like during actual production being on set, it runs as smoothly as possible. So like, it is crazy just how much goes into wanting to just prepare everything as much as possible. Obviously there's a lot of things on set that come up and is unexpected, but the job of like just pre-production is really making sure everyone knows what they're doing on set. We have everything, everything is prepared and that like every single department really has to kind of put in their part to make sure that being on set is as cohesive as possible. Yeah. Was there anything that shocked any of you being like your first time on set, um, especially like Eli, because like you've done like little projects in high school. Was there like anything that like really impressed you or surprised you or like that you weren't anticipating? I think it was just like how many people are like on a set and how many people like have like their own job. Like I was really shocked on my first set when I was like, there's like somebody here who does sound like you don't just have like whichever person's not on camera right now, just like holding the boom pole or whatever. Um, and like, you know, you have people who are just sort of in like dedicated sections. I will say this sort of going off of what Emily was saying, just going back a little bit, um, like something that is true and has always been true on every set that I've been on, nothing will ever go as you plan it. Like you can plan as strongly as like, as airtight of a schedule as you know, you could possibly make and it will never 
ever like be exactly that. Um, I do think like all filmmaking um, and especially just like being on set is for everybody and exercise in like problem solving and that like it's like okay we have to do this in this amount of time and let's figure out like where can we cut time where can we do this we can't use this angle you know for even for like a dp it's like we can't use this angle how do we shoot this everything is always about like you solve one problem you get that done you move on to the next problem and you solve that and i think that's just like the the entire process down the line of filmmaking and that's what like makes it so satisfying um creatively Mm -hmm. i really love that and like just like the aspect of improvisation that like everyone has to do when they're on a set it's like you could you try to prepare for every little thing because you know that when you're on set you're going to be like doing different things and working it all out and another great thing about being on set is just how much you're learning from other people and how much other people are teaching you and how much you're teaching other people and like what you're doing and just sort of helping each other out to like you know, figure out what different crew roles are, like what this sort of equipment is. And I know I've learned so much about like lighting specifically just by being on set and like listening to people and being curious. So that's another great thing about being on set and on an FPS set specifically is how willing people are to help. And it's great. It's also just like crazy how quickly we problem solve. Like it, we literally film everything in two days and like that's like crazy just the short amount of time we have to film and also like post-production and pre-production and just like the ability of us to just be able to like quickly think on our feet is unbelievable because i there's been so many times when i feel like something unexpected happens and you're like the first thought in my head is like oh it's over like how can we like solve like what we have two days of filming like how are we going to solve this and somehow like we just like bounce back so quickly i just while we're talking about this want to give a big shout out to um any ad's and producers because they are the people who are always working like 100 percent of the time dealing with every single thing that's coming up and like super on top of things like having a good ad is like so so important yeah watching them stresses me out because like i feel like (laughs) i should be like running around in circles just like they are but like also i'm like what do i do here so (laughs) it's it's a very stressful to see like the important people like doing their jobs and i'm just like sitting in the corner like okay um emily did you want to talk about the problem that we had on Sibelia when we got locked out of our location that we chose? Oh my god. Yeah, well, so basically we had an, a permit to film, I think, at Royce Hall, which is this like really cool lecture hall, and we were really excited, and the person who was gonna be there to like open it up for us on the weekends wasn't there, and we were like freaking out because most buildings on campus aren't open on the weekends and this scene that we needed to film like had to be in a like huge kind of lecture hall and like it had to have a stage because we were doing some kind of like performance scene and like our I think ADs and producers literally were just like pointing at people telling them like you go over there check those buildings you go over there check those buildings like check everywhere like scrambling people were like on the phone calling here and there and like we magically found like 
a lecture hall that was open randomly. It was like out of the blue, just like in 30 minutes based on just like everyone like pitching in and doing something. Cause if we didn't find anything, like I don't think we could have filmed that day. Like we were done. That's yeah. crazy. Oh my God. <laughs> It is really fun just to see everybody running around um, campus with our pizzas because we were on lunch at that time. <laughs> just trying to like open up doors to buildings is a really great time. I really enjoyed that set. Courtney, so I wanted to ask you specifically what it's like working on like a stop motion set because I know you've taken like some classes. What's production like on those types of sets? like and how is it different from like a live action film oh my god yeah it's very different i actually have my set on my floor right here for my other film that's cute but um it's a it's kind of like similar like um blocks for what's happening but the timing of each like aspect of pre-production and production is so different so like pre-production for live action is a lot of um talking to people, like what's going on, what are we gonna get? And then just like acquiring that stuff and getting approval. And then you're pretty much ready. For stop motion, it's like you have to physically build every little thing. And at least for, if you're doing your own stop motion project, like I've done in the past a few films, like it's all me and like building it, not just like finding, you can't like really buy um, some specific mini furniture. You can get like some dull stuff. But most of it, it's like, how am I going to build this? How am I going to make this look right versus live action? It's like, I can buy this furniture. I can borrow this furniture from a store. And then versus like being on set, live action, you know, you're there, you set up everything. And then you have to like watch um, between takes and shots if it remains consistent, if things change. And on stop motion, it's like you literally like bolt it to the floor, you bolt it to the walls of your set, you keep it glued in place because if it moves, it messes up everything versus live action. If something tips over, you can put it right back. Um, it's, I don't know, it's very different, but I do love, cause like my favorite thing in stop motion is making the sets and props, which is like just a mini version of production design. So I feel like I always have just gravitated towards doing that sort of thing um, in any like film work I'm doing. Yeah, that's great how you're like able to like merge your passion of like sculpting and like crafting and now you have like this perfect medium to express yourself. Um, yeah. I think that's like a really cool aspect of film. So yeah, um, I know that we're starting productions for our new winter quarter films tomorrow actually. Is there anything mm -hmm. that anyone's like excited for, nervous for? Um, what's everyone's like thought process at the moment um like 12 hours before we're supposed to start i mean i guess i'll go i'm really excited to i'm gonna be the script supervisor on um embarrassing and um it's the first time that i like actually have like a real designated job on set like when i'm showing up um and i'm just like really excited um i think it's like a super super important job um it's like one of those things that's like if you don't have somebody there like keeping track of like what's been shot and what's good and whatever, like the whole production is going to fall apart once you take everything into the edit. Um, and like, you know, it's, it's really sort of a different job compared to, you know, when I normally work in like post-production, my job doesn't start until after shooting is wrapped. 
Um, and then there's not like a, usually like a set like end date. You just kind of like keep working on it until you're like, this is good enough. Whereas like, if you're like a script supervisor, you show up, you start working, you're working 100% of the time. But then like, as soon as you wrap, it's like, that's it. You're done. And you don't have to like think about it anymore. Um, so I'm really excited for that. Yeah. Do you mind explaining a little bit what a script supervisor is? Yeah, so script supervisor is really just like keeping track of every single thing that has been shot. Um, you're gonna keep track of like, you know, uh, like you're gonna you're gonna write down for like every take and every shot, um, you know, which takes are good, um, and even like if it takes good, you want to note like potential like things that could create continuity errors, so that you know like uh, if when we do this angle at the end of the shot, they have their left hand up. When we do it from another angle, like that same hand has to be there. So you have to be able to like cross-reference things um, and just like really be like robust in like what is in all of these shots so that we can like try to make everything as like uh, faithful to continuity as possible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, how about you, Emily? Is there anything that you're anticipating for tomorrow? Are you excited, nervous? Um, I'm not excited for 7.30 a.m. full time, <laughs> but I'm, yeah, I'm just really excited just to see everyone. Um, I think there's such a, it's such a fun time, like, as a community. And so, like, as a BTS director, I think, like, it's going to be really fun for me to just, like, be able to, like, ask everyone questions and, like, see what everyone else, else is doing. And, like, I want to say just, like, I, a scripty, when I first found out, like, crews have, like, scripties, I was so surprised because it never, like, occurred to me how important it was that, like, you needed someone to, like, keep track of, like, continuity and, like, shots. Like, it, that was never something that, like, crossed my mind. And how about you, Courtney? I know this is your last um, film with FPS. Um, it's really sad <laughs> that we're going to be losing you but I know you're gonna do great things. Um, what's kind of going through your head right now? I didn't even think about the fact that it's my last set with FPS. I'm so sad now, but um, no, I'm really excited. I always have the best time on the FPS sets because it's like that experience is what got me to do everything that I'm doing now. Like it's so fun and hanging out with everyone is wonderful. And like production design stuff is like all set to go. They're in their boxes ready to you know, be plastered on walls or covering bed sheets and stuff like that. So like the job is ready to go, but I'm just really excited to see everyone and hang out and have a good last two days. I think it's going to be really fun. I'm excited. Yeah. Um, before we wrap up, I want to know what each of your like favorite memory has been this year of like being on set. So I'll start. Um... So this this is an interesting one because it wasn't really like on set like with other crew people. Um, I like I all of the all of the honorable mentions and runner ups are like totally just like sitting around with people on set and like you know hanging out and and like you know watching people and learning or whatever. But um, on uh, Goose Chase we had sort of like a shortage of PAs and we were shooting in the sculpture garden and. Uh, the sculpture garden has a lot of entrances and we needed people to like not be walking through the shots in the background. And so they sort of sent a bunch of people who like weren't doing things at the time to different entrances to like turn people around. Um, 
And so it's, it's a Saturday. It's like in the morning. There are no students. It's just people like walking through and visiting UCLA. Um, and there is a dad who comes through with, with two of his kids. Um, and they start, they clearly notice that like people are filming. Um, and you know, the kids start like asking some questions to the dad. They're like, what's like, what's going on? What's that person doing? And he's like, oh, that person's on sound. And I, you know, walked in and I'm like, yeah, sorry, we're shooting here. Like we have a permit. And he asked like, can I just like stay and watch from like this far away? And I was like, go for it. Um, and we end up talking and, um, it turns out like this guy is a, um, producer on The Voice. Um, the way that he said it, he was like, yeah, I work in the industry. I'm, um, I'm a producer on this, uh, reality show called the voice you might have heard of it he like totally downplayed it um but it was like really like just you know we talked for 10-15 minutes about just like you know what his job is like and and I talked to him about you know post-production what that process looks like on the voice and things like that um and like you know that was really like cool experience for me and it happened to happen on set um so that's the one that I pick Mine was also um, on Goose Chase, but it was the second day at my apartment we were filming and it was just during our um, lunch slash dinner, um, our break. I think most of the crew was like in my room in here, just like sprawled all around eating pizza. Like people were sitting on my bed, on my floor. And it was just like for like an hour, just hanging out in my room. And it was like, I was having like the best party with like a great crew. So it was really fun. Yeah, I mean, it's like those little moments of like hanging out with people and just getting to learn about everyone. But I think something I really remember was on Sibelia. Um, we were doing this violin performance and our actress for our main character had to like play the violin. But like she, Catherine, like did not know how to play the violin at <laughs> all. But she had to like act like you know, she's been playing her whole life. And it was so funny. Like everyone just had to stand quietly with a straight face, like no laughing on set. While she's like playing, performing, like she is one of the best violinists like in the world. And this horrid sound that was like coming out of the instrument was just like screeching noises for like an hour. It was so funny. <laughs> yeah. I was also on Sibelia and I thought Sibelia was a great set. Um, I just like met a lot of people there that I probably wouldn't have talked to in the club. And now we get dinner every week before we head over to FPS. It's a lot of fun. And I think my favorite memory was like, is our last day on set. Um, we were sitting outside guarding the door because I don't think we were supposed to be in the building that we were in. So we just had to make sure um, people didn't like tell us to leave um and we're I was just like with the other PAs like watching all of our equipment and stuff and then we're just like um we started like filming like TikToks and like dancing and everything and it's just I don't know it just it's nice to be around a lot of other creatives that love the same like medium that you do and you're able to like find other ways that you bond just because like it's such a like it's such a team like thing that we're doing is like we're all on set we're all trying to make this one film 
And like through that, like one passion that we all share, we find other things that we love together. And then it just, it just sparks a whole lot of friendships that I probably wouldn't have had the chance to make in college if I wasn't a part of FPS. So it's a great experience. Um, one last question. I know we're running low on time, but I kind of want to know what everybody else's um, goals and pursuits in the industry are. I know last time Courtney was on the podcast, she talked about hopefully pursuing um, uh, higher education in um, stop motion. Did you want to give us any updates, how that's going for you? I mean, I got an, so I applied to the MFA animation program at UCLA and I got an update today that the results are delayed. So I'll be finding out next month for sure. But that is definitely um, my current plan is to keep doing animation. And yeah, because that is what I really want to do. Manifesting. <laughs> If you want to take pictures with me outside of the buildings on Mondays so we could both manifest our acceptance, um, yes. you're fun, so you're coming. You're fun, let's do it. Yeah. Um, Eli? I mean, I would love to work in post-production, um, sort of like wherever that is. Um, but I'll have to see, I think like what I love about working on films is like the sense of like, camaraderie that you get like working with a group of people and so many more of those jobs are moving remotely um and so that's sort of something i'm still figuring out but i definitely like want to work uh in the industry i love working like with other people who are just as passionate about making movies as i am so yeah i could definitely see your passion just like seeing you around everybody else and how excited you are like to talk to everybody about like what they're doing um, you're really a charismatic person and I could really see how um, being on set and being around the group just like really makes you happy. Um, and Emily? Um, yeah, I also want to work in the industry. I'm kind of on the other spectrum of um, Eli. I kind of want to do more pre-production, like producing. So, yeah. Awesome. So we got like a big variety here in this little group yeah um so that's the end of our podcast um i hope everybody enjoyed listening to it and once again thank you to courtney eli and emily for being here and talking to me um, thank you don't forget to like and subscribe <laughs> yeah and we're gonna go watch morbius right now everybody and Slay. get some drinks at jamba juice um <laughs> <laughs> so yeah see you later thanks for listening to the talking pictures podcast our guests today were emily chen eli kupitz and courtney chapman hosted by jet nelson produced by phoebe wang dylan mahoney and megna gordy edited by alex davidall and executive produced by anu shrikanth thanks for listening